Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order. Champion of equal rights, valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice. As we join him today, no trace has been found of Robin, who so suddenly disappeared from the Lordville Bank. We'll get further details in a moment, but right now, let's get some details from Dan McCullough on those nifty comic buttons. Okay, Dan? You know, gang, after you've followed the adventures of your favorite characters in the funny papers for a long time, why, you feel almost as if you know them personally, you know, as if they're old friends. And that's one reason why those nifty comic buttons are such grand prizes for Kellogg's Pep to be putting out. Because the pictures of your funny sheet favorites are real speaking likenesses. Why, you'd know them anywhere. Like Orphan Annie, for instance, with her curly blonde hair and bright red dress. Or Harold Teen, his hair parted in the middle and that big wide grin. Or Superman himself, complete with brilliant blue jersey and red cape flying in the wind. Yes, sir, these characters are straight from the funny papers done up in full comic strip colors, too, on gleaming white buttons that show off like anything when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. Now, there are 18 different pep comic buttons in the series, and you'll want to collect them all. So remind your mother to get you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. These exciting comic buttons come only as prizes in packages of P-E-P Pep. Made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. When Superman captured a miniature dirigible floating high above the Lordville Bank, part of the mystery of the superhuman bank burglar was solved. With Batman, he examined the gondola of the dirigible and found a motor-operated winch and a rope ladder. It was obvious then that the red-caped, blue-costumed burglar had created the illusion of flying by clinging to the trailing ladder and being swooped up into the air. But who was he? And more important, what had he done with Robin, Batman's young assistant, last seen battling for his life in the bank? As we continue now, it is early the following morning. All through the night, Superman and Batman searched the woods around Lordville, but found no trace of Robin. Now, in their guises of Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, tired and worn, we find them with Inspector Henderson at police headquarters. Wayne, his eyes red-rimmed and his cheeks etched with deep lines of fatigue, makes one final impassioned plea. Listen. Inspector, you've got to find that boy. You've got to move heaven and earth to find him. I'm doing all I can, Wayne. Oh, that's not enough. You've got to do more than you can. You've got to... Oh, I... I'm sorry. What am I saying? Easy, Bruce. Kent, you you know what I mean. Yes. You understand. Of course I do, and so does the inspector. The kid means everything to me. Sure, sure, we know. Oh, you don't know, really. Yes, we do. Oh, you can't know how I feel about him. But believe me, if, if anything's happened to Robert... It, all right, he... now don't say it. 
Because I promise you it's not true. Nothing's happened to Robin. He can take care of himself. Oh, uh, would you mind my asking a question? Oh, go ahead, Inspector. Sorry. I thought the boy's name was Dick Grayson. Why do you two keep calling him Robin? Oh, I... Uh, Robin's just a, a nickname for him. Th that's right, isn't it, Bruce? Yes, I see. Well, let's go back to this case. Tell me your reason again, Kent, for not wanting the story of the dirigible released to the press. Well, I don't want whoever's behind this false Superman to know we have the answer. Let them go on thinking we believe the real Superman is responsible. What'll that accomplish? Two things, Inspector. It may put them off guard, at least temporarily, and it won't stop them from going ahead with their plan. What plan? The plan I think they have in mind. Oh, you think? Oh, has there been anything wrong with my thinking up to now, Inspector? What about your boast to bring in the phony a real Superman within 24 hours? That still goes. 24 hours have not elapsed yet, have they? Well, I must admit... That's enough for you to admit anything is a victory. Right, Bruce? What? Uh, uh, were you talking to me? Oh, now, snap out of it, Bruce. The world hasn't come to an end. We'll find the boy all right. I'm beginning to wonder. Oh, nonsense. Now, what about that plan, Kent? We've got to move fast in this case. Well, the way I figure, all these petty bank burglaries with the stolen money sent to various charities is simply a cleverly devised plot to discredit me. Discredit you? What have you got to uh, do? Uh, I mean, uh, Superman. I... <laughs> I'm so tired, I'm beginning to think I'm Superman. It's funny, isn't it? Very funny. Go ahead. Well, once they accomplish that and have everyone, including the police, believing that Superman has turned bank burglar, I think they plan to pull a really big job and hang in on Superman. Sounds a little fantastic to me. Yeah, maybe, but I can't see any other way of figuring it. Yeah. Do you go along with Kent's idea, Wayne? Kent's idea? Didn't you just hear it? Oh, I'm sorry, Inspector. I wasn't listening. Now, look, Bruce. I know, but... I know. Snap out of it. Get hold of yourself. Pull yourself together. Chin up and stop worrying. Well, but sure. Well, what if I can't? What if I just stand here watching that phone and waiting to hear it ringing? Hoping like I never hoped before that it'll be a call about Robin. About us being all right. Is that criminal? Oh, of course not. But oh, got... There it is. Easy, son. Anderson speaking. Yes, Malloy. You checked all of them? I see. Uh-huh. What about the Grayson kid? I see. I'd call me back. Right. Any any news, Inspector? Sorry, Wayne. Nothing. It's only 9 o'clock, Bruce. Only 9 o'clock? Only eight hours since he's been missing. That's nothing. Nothing at all, is it? Just time enough for him to take a stroll in the woods. Now you're really going overboard. Oh, I'm sorry. About this big job, you think they plan to pull Kent after they build up suspicion against Superman? Yes. What do you mean by a big job? Oh, I mean something huge, something tremendous. No piddling $20,000 robbery. A really big one. And unless I miss my guess, it's coming soon. Where? When? <laughs> if I could answer those questions, Inspector, I wouldn't be here now. I'd be telling fortunes at county fairs. There's no time for jokes, Kent. If you really think they're planning a big robbery, I'd like to alert the entire force. Well, that's fine, but it may not occur in Metropolis. It may happen in Chicago or Detroit or Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And you think the same guy, the one who broke into the banks, is going to pull it? Uh-huh. As Superman. You mean dressed as Superman? Well, naturally. No. Uh -huh. Come to think of it, the guy must have some sort of superhuman strength. You saw those vault doors he ripped off? Yes, but I don't think that's a matter of strength. Oh, now, wait a minute. My men checked. I know. Your men checked for nitroglycerin, diamond drills, burglary tools, etc., etc., etc. And they found nothing. Those doors were ripped off by hand. I doubt it, Inspector. And so, incidentally, does Candy Myers. Oh, what's that private gumshoe got to do with this case? He was guarding the Somerset Bank for us last night. And this morning, I asked him to hop over to Lordville and take a look at the damage. As a matter of fact, I told him we'd meet him there at 9.30. We better get going, Bruce. Going? Oh, where? To Lordville. Do you remember we told Candy we'd meet him there? I think I'll stick around, Candy. Oh, no. Th th there might be a call. Now, go ahead, Wayne. There is, I'll contact you in Lordville. Sure. There's nothing quite so bad as waiting for something to happen. So you're good to drive over to Lordville. Come on. 
Okay. See you later, Inspector. Right. Oh, wait a minute. Yes? I've got something. What? That call I got a few minutes ago. It was about the dirigible. Oh, yes. What about it? The thing had a flying range of 300 miles. Every airport within 300 miles of Lordville was checked. Nobody ever saw it. Uh-huh. I didn't think you'd turn up anything on that. They probably kept it in some old barn. Well, I'll be seeing you. Right. So long, Wayne. So long. Let's go, Bruce. Leaving police headquarters, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne drive to Lordville, where they join private detective Candy Myers. The heavy steel door of the bank, which had been seemingly ripped from its hinges by the mysterious bank robber the previous night, is now leaning against the wall. Kent questions Candy about it. Anything turn up, Candy? Not a thing. The state cops checked all the fingerprints on the vault door. They all matched the bank employees. Our bird must have worn gloves. How we ever ripped the doors off, I don't know. Now, what about that faint odor I mentioned? Uh, what was that, Kent? Well, last night I thought I caught a peculiar odor when I entered the bank after the burglary. It was almost bitter, like burned coffee. I've been smelling all over the place. No soap. Well, I may have been wrong, but it just struck me. Take a look at this door, Bruce. Look at the way the hinges are... Candy Myers. Hey, what's that? Calling what? Candy a voice calling my name. Yes, I heard it, too. Calling Candy Myers. That's Robin's voice. Where is he? The walkie-talkie in Candy's car. Come on. All right. Calling Candy. Oh, all right. Hurry. Hurry. Come in, Candy. Come in. Let me have it, Kent, quickly. Okay, here. Hello, Robin. Robin, this is Bruce. Come in. Oh, boy, am I glad to hear your voice. Where are you? I trailed the big guy here, the other Superman. What? I said Never I... Never mind that. Where are you? I'm about... Oh, I think they spotted me again. I trailed the guy to their hideout, and they saw me. I got away, but they're looking for me now. Robin, in the name of heaven, where are you? About a mile south of Highway 17A. I can hear them coming through the grass. What town are you near, Robin? Right above the town of... Robin! Robin! Those were shots. I know. Robin, answer me. Robin, come in. Robin! Robin, what happened? Frantically, Robin. Bruce Wayne, alias Robin. Batman, yells into the receiver of his walkie-talkie in a vain effort to again raise Robin. What were the shots that knifed through the sensitive instrument? Do they mean what Batman thinks they do? We'll return in a moment to find out. But first, here again is your announcer. The other day, there was a bunch of fellows and girls gathered together at the playground. And they were so busy comparing notes on their collections of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep that one mother told me that she had to call three times to get the kids to come home to dinner. Yes, sir, it's that much fun to collect these Pep comic buttons. Why, you don't want to stop. First off, there's the exciting moment when Mom opens a new package of Pep so that you can see which button is inside. Maybe it's a brand new one that you don't have yet, like Uncle Walt or Lillums or even Superman himself. Maybe it's a duplicate, and that's even more fun because then you can swap with your pals and still be one more Pep comic button on your way toward having all 18 in the series. And, of course, don't miss the thrill of wearing your whole collection pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap for everybody to see. But you know, the best part is, these pep comic buttons are so easy to get, you don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to make sure Mom keeps you supplied with plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Just look inside the package for your exclusive prize. Remember, that's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. <laughs> As we continue now, Clark Kent in his role of Superman, carrying Batman as extra cargo, is streaking above Highway 17A. For almost an hour, they have been searching south of the cement road in the vain hope of locating Robin. But by now, Batman has given up. Oh, it's useless, Superman. We'll never find him. We've been over this ground a dozen times. I'm not looking for Robin anymore. 
I'm looking for some sign of activity in the tall grass down there. Robin mentioned something about someone sneaking through the grass, didn't he? Yes, but I... Look, look at that. What is it? Down, down. I don't see anything. Look, look. In the grass. Oh, it's a walkie-talkie. Hey, it's Robbins. But... Oh, what are these holes in it? Do, do you think that... Yes, Wayne. They're bullet holes. Quietly, Superman identifies the five or six holes in the small radio instrument. There is no need for further explanation. Almost tenderly, Batman's fingers caress the box as his eyes grow moist and something catches in his throat. To him, this looks like the end of the trail. But is it? Gang, take my word for it. Tomorrow's episode goes at a mile a minute pace, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Say, gang, this is Boy Scout Week, a time to think of the good things Boy Scouts are doing these days. For example, they're helping scouts overseas reorganize their troops, and they're helping on community projects here at home. They're working hard in peace, as they did in war, our Boy Scouts of America. And also, fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. Publications. Say there, gang, have you heard? Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the grand ten-package assortment of six famous Kellogg cereals that makes breakfast so much fun. Why, it's like eating in a restaurant where you can choose from a whole list of your favorite cereals, each one in your own private package. And Mom's sure to be glad Kellogg's Variety is back. Show her how you can eat right out of the swell new Kell Bowl Pack. She'll like not having to wash dishes. So ask her to hurry and get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.